Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast, where we connect and collaborate with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs, authors, and experts. Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, your Chief Inspirational Officer. I like to say when we perform, we get paid. This podcast focuses on the areas of confidence, mindset, leadership, and performance, which all lead to increased revenues and sales. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, talents, and self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters. When it all aligns, everything works. All right, welcome back to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast. And today our performance conversation is with our special guest, Mwanji Orgala. And I know that I'm not saying that right, so I'm going to have him totally share with us the correct pronunciation. But why we have chosen him is because he is a startup founder of the CTO, which is a growing company. And if you have the problem with perspective, perspective is what he is talking about. It's the ability to see past your current technical issue and move forward rapidly. This is where Mwanji can help you. If their technical abilities combined with soft skills and So that's really where he spends his space is talking about technology and mindset advising for multiple, multiple companies. And so today we're really excited to dig into this conversation. He's able to spot solutions quickly and advise on direction, staffing strategy, tactics, and execution. And that is the reason why we have him on as a guest today. So welcome to this week's episode. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks a lot. And I'll I'll, uh, pronounce my name correctly so that people can uh, uh, find me easily. It's Manuj Agarwal. Manuj Agarwal. Okay. That's well, right. Okay. We did it. Yeah. That's the fun of working a nationwide brand and talking to people all over the world. We have such beautiful gifts of people. So I appreciate you you doing that. All right. So you say that entrepreneurs have to take their ideas from the back of a napkin to the real world because many don't have that working knowledge to make it happen. Help us understand um, what you mean by that and um, and what we can do around it. Yeah. So, well, entrepreneurship is um, is a team sport. You know, anybody who thinks that uh, you know um, Mark Zuckerberg or or these big names that we know and love, uh, they became you know these big names on their own. That's uh, that's a huge mistake. So, any big endeavor in life uh, needs needs teamwork and. Um, uh, one of the key things that uh, most uh, new entrepreneurs they get uh, bogged down is uh, by because because you know they want to have control they want to do everything on their own uh, whether it's uh, because they don't trust uh, that other people will do as good a job or they may be you know low on funds or what have you but that's a key mistake that I always talk about with entrepreneurs you know if if you try to do everything yourself there's a high chance you will not succeed so. Try to think about what you need to do and then think about who can help you figure out the things that you don't understand yet, rather than trying to do it on your own. And that is where, that is where, uh, where I come in, you know, if somebody needs advice on technology, mindset, building a team, uh, anything of that nature, since I have um, so much experience working in multiple domains with multiple types of startups, multiple types of projects, uh, I can get it done quicker, cheaper, better in terms of technology and mindset. Those are the areas of my expertise. But if I need advice on taxation, if I need advice on finance, graphics design, you know, obviously uh, I have learned it the hard way. I'm not going to try and do it myself. I will go 
and look for experts uh, in those fields. So that's my advice and I follow it in my business as well. Absolutely. Okay. So when it comes to technology, share with us some of the things that you work with entrepreneurs on around the technology. I mean, like what space of technology do you work with the most? It's anything really. Like, you know, these days technology is um, is pretty much even brick and mortar stores. They need to use certain type of technology. But my specialty lies in uh, building large scale projects. So let's say if somebody wants to build uh, some sort of an app or they want to launch a company with uh, with uh, with an idea that they have for a software and they don't know how to get it done what is the next step uh, how do they want to build this technology how do they want to build their team uh, how do they want to uh, make sure that this technology scales because one of the key things that i have noticed is you know when people launch their startups they obviously try to do things uh, in a scrappy way and sometimes that works out, sometimes it backfires. So they end up building their technology and also getting some traction in market. But if the foundations of the technology is not strong, the customers that they have brought on or even investors they have brought on, they get really disappointed. And and that's the worst situation to be in because now you have proven that you have a winning idea and you have the technology, but it's not it's not working. So, you know, what I do is I look at their uh, situation, I look at their goals and uh, their vision, and, and I build the technology right from the ground up, laying strong foundation so that it lasts and it grows with the business. And that's that's uh, what I try to help with. And then again, you know, again, uh, the, there's another component of mindset where entrepreneurs need to have strong, positive mindset. And that's another thing where they fail to cultivate that and, and uh, end up making wrong decisions. So I help people with that. Okay. And that's a big, big piece, right? So mindset is such a buzzword in what we do. And um, give us the story though, like where have you experienced the power of using mindset to your advantage or really how to maximize your mindset to ensure your own success? So uh, just to quickly uh, give you my backstory, uh, you know, I was working in a factory at 15 years of age and I had no context, no resources, no degrees, no nothing. And, uh, you know, I just knew that I wanted more out of life. And uh, the only thing I had was my sort of, you know, understanding brain, uh, my intellectual power. And so I used that to uh, to get to where I am, um, being an executive in multiple companies and whatnot. And that I will just attribute to the power of mind, because as I said, you know, there is nothing that I had everything against uh, set up against me. So using that mindset, I was able to make uh, quite a bit of progress in my career. You know, as I said, uh, going from uh, a factory worker to uh, a programmer to uh, executive in multiple companies. So my professional life was, you know, looking pretty good. But my personal life was uh, far from perfect. You know, I had I had really terrible relationships with my parents, with my spouse, even with my kids, and that slowly I sort of realized there was something like I started noticing the patterns uh, in my relationships and, and my personal life. And it forced me to look look at myself in the mirror and see, okay, you know, what is going on here? And then I started seeking some answers. And then I realized, you know, uh, there were a lot of issues that I picked up during my childhood because of, you know, because of the experiences that I had, which were controlling my life in adulthood. And, you know, that has everything to do with mindset, my, my belief system. And uh, when I started working on it, life transformed once again for me, uh, where, you know, I was able to mend relationships which were 
which were frozen for like decades, like entire lives. So that was, you know, that's when I realized that this focus on mindset is not just new age mumbo jumbo or, you know, some hippie movement, uh, but that actually has profound effects on people's lives. Okay. So, you know, so you experience some of these things, but it's got to be more than just saying, you know what, I'm going to control my attitude and that's going to make the biggest impact. I mean, what actions did you take? I mean, there, there's so much more that goes into it, but was there anything specific that you did that allowed you to control your attitude? First step in this journey is uh, self-awareness. So as I said earlier, you know, I used to, uh, whenever things didn't go my way, I used to look at uh, external factors and say, okay, you know, who is to blame here? You know, why, who, who, who screwed up my life? And uh, uh, let me find out uh, that person and blame them. Um, but then, you know, once you get uh, get into this uh, mode of sort of thinking, going inwards and, and setting your mindset, you learn to take responsibility for everything that happens in your life. And I mean everything, absolutely everything. And so once you gain that kind of uh, uh, attitude, then you start to start to figure out the cause and effect, the cause, why things went wrong. What did you do to invite that uh, setback in your life? So when I started looking at it from that point of view, you know, I became more self-aware, you know, what are the things I'm saying? What are the things I'm doing that are inviting these setbacks in my life? So uh, does that answer your question? So I, I went. Absolutely. Yeah. went deeper, understood myself. And then corrected my behaviors and 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 uh, yeah, I mean that that was the journey. And I it, it's a lifelong journey. I won't say it's finished. So you learn every day. Oh, of course, of course. And there's got to be a practice. I mean, do you find yourself as you're going throughout your day and you know working as an entrepreneur, working as a coach, that you have to kind of reset or kind of reframe? Do you, and and if so, what do you do in that space? Reframe is you know again you know why. Um, what I've uh, learned is that uh, life is sort of like a continuous flowing river. So yes, there are there are times when you feel tired or you need to reset. And uh, you know, I use uh, practices like meditation. I meditate every day. That actually brings a lot of uh, change in the way that you think, in the way that you handle your thoughts, and uh, that has helped a lot. But then you know, yeah, I mean, I take breaks, and uh, once again, um, you know, once you understand exactly what drives you for example one of the things that came out of my journey was that i love travel like you know it, it just invigorates me and i love adventure and i used to think you know okay i'll work hard all all year and i'll take a one week uh, long vacation with my family and everything will be okay you know what i realized was that waiting one year was not enough you know i i was always craving for more and i i was like okay you know i cannot take time off i don't have money I used to make all these excuses for myself and and drown myself in misery. So what I found was okay, you know, I don't really need a you know a fancy vacation. I don't need to go to exotic locations. I can just drive out half an hour out of town, uh, go to a, a small you know decent hotel with my family and have a fun time over the weekend. And that is exactly like going to a exotic location. But that gives me the pleasure that I seek uh, more frequently on a, on a cheaper budget. And I can do it anytime I want. So, you know, uh, like understanding yourself and then incorporating uh, exactly what you need out of life into your life, no matter how small a scale it is, that brings in a tremendous change in your life. 
Absolutely. Yeah, no, and it can be quite difficult, right? I mean, it's 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 quite a process. And like you said, it's one that we're forever doing for ourselves. Now, how did you get into, so you made a, a bit of a pivot in your business or an extension going from the technology, going into that, you know, that coaching. Can you share with us, you know, what you do specifically in your coaching practice and who do you best serve in that space? Yeah, I mean, it's it's an extension of what I used to do. Um, you know, uh, my technology is still my um, my forte. I've been doing that for 20 years. And since I've worked with so many founders, so many uh, entrepreneurs, I've found some, some patterns where, you know, these founders, they have big visions, but they cannot realize it. Uh, and when I discovered my learnings in the in the mindset field in the in the, in the field of uh, spirituality then i understood how i can combine these two things and and provide even more value to my clients so who do i serve i serve uh, tech entrepreneurs anybody who's related to technology they want to start a business or they have a, an urge to gain that freedom so i work with them to build up their you know figure out their business even if they have started a business whatever whatever the problems that they are facing in their business and then also incorporating these mindfulness practices and showing them the path of how they can actually not only transcend these these challenges but also look at these challenges as a as a as a path of growth uh, and and welcome these challenges so when you when they get into that type, uh, kind of a mindset you know things start to work automatically things uh, become fun rather than being sort of you know a drag and uh, yeah i mean and they get get to their destination much faster much sooner uh, in a in a much more fun way and and so that's uh, that's what i do and that's what i uh, sort of love uh, when and people that experience, experience that kind of transformation in their life. Absolutely. So those those transformations, right? That vision sometimes can be so big that that we just can't. I mean, we can vision it. We can say that's what we want, but we don't. We just don't know how to receive it. And um, you know, bringing that perspective down to that that granular level of attainment, I think, is the biggest asset. And um, you know, helping, like you said, look at those challenges as growth. And so when they're growing, you can say, you know what, we're challenging. And and vice versa, and that's where the um, you know the power is for others. So tell us specifically. So who do you you know as you've gotten into the technology sector? I mean, is there a business model that you follow, or do you have certain people that you look up to that you like to um, you know look at their framework of business? So business model uh, in terms of business model, what I try to do is you know if, if somebody comes to me for coaching, I uh, I, ha- I have an option for them to start very small. So you know it could be four sessions with me where I try to understand their business and try to solve some of their big problems. And then if they find value in that, then we can go on to a more um, sort of a, a, a longer term engagement. And uh, from there, you know I can help them figure out what they need to do. And if they need help in actually doing it, I also help with the execution and, and building their technology, building their company and, and all that. Uh, so I help with the execution as well. But if somebody just wants to start with uh, with some advice, like, you know, uh, because I feel like people don't want to commit to a, you know, a huge commitment right off the bat. So they can start small and then as they find value, they can go, um, go higher. And um, in terms of who do I follow, you know, these are the usual names. Uh, uh, Tony Robbins is a big inspiration to me. Uh, Gary Vee, you know, I, I, I didn't know much about uh, social media. And so, you know, I follow his advice. He, he is uh, amazing at that. And then, um, you know, I listen to other podcasts. Um, 
listen to uh, you know more experienced and wise coaches like yourself and and learn as much as i can i'm still i'm still transforming my life i'm still getting into this mode of uh, helping people setting up my coaching practice so uh, I'm I'm learning every day. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so when it, you know, let's let's go back to the technology conversation. So there's entrepreneurs that are listening to this. Is there anything that you see on a regular basis that people are asking you input on when it comes to technology whether it's an app that they're building, an assessment that they're creating? Is there something that, you know, you see that people are needing the most right now? i see it i will share it but unfortunately it's not the right thing and i will explain why so in most cases when i when i get approached by entrepreneurs the very first question is they ask me is hey can you help me raise money so i ask them okay you know uh, before uh, i answer that question tell me what is your idea and tell me do you have any revenue and uh, general answer is no 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 we we are just starting off we are looking to raise money and uh, once we raise money then we will do anything and that is a huge mistake because you know i one of the things i preach is um, uh, bootstrapping your business because that's the way real businesses have been built for centuries now unless you are uh, you know planning to open a, a giga factory like elon musk which needs a tremendous amount of capital you don't really need to raise money even to take your first step the, the reason is like if you try to raise money um, you know when when your idea is just on paper first of all you're not going to get a good evaluation from uh, people who are going to lend you money and so you will be end up um, you'll end up sort of working for the people who lent you money and uh, uh, most entrepreneurs uh, at least in my opinion are are driving towards uh, true freedom so that's one aspect of it secondly if you focus on revenue and you are able to get to that revenue quickly which is entirely possible then you if you think about raising money at that point you will get much better evaluation because you will be now um, you will be in a position where you have proven the concept and you have proven that somebody is willing to pay for the, for your product or service so people will be willing to invest but at a much better evaluation to you so uh, those are the some some of the misconceptions that people have and uh, this is how i sort of uh, try to address it when they approach me and some people get it some people still want to raise money first but uh, you know that's my take on it well, yeah, I mean, you're, that's kind of the cart in front of the horse, right? And so bootstrapping your dreams, I mean, that's the podcast that you host. And, you know, it's really, really powerful. And, and, and I agree with a lot of what you have to say. I believe that, you know, we need to get into business and really find out where those missing parts are. And then we can say, okay, this is what we need. This is what the capital is going to cost um, that's necessary to grow it or to build it or to brand it. And, um, you know, it's it's quite a process. And you're, you're right. And I think that really empowers a lot of people when you can say, you know, bootstrapping is really the way to go. I'm a firm believer in that myself as a triple crown entrepreneur. It does give you the freedom and um, and removes that that stress. But is there any advice or tips that you have when it comes to raising capital for entrepreneurs and, and startup companies? Are there any specific tips or pointers that you have? So the biggest thing is, you know, you have to realize no matter how good your idea is, um, at the end of the day, every business is about uh, revenue. So even when you go and uh, look for capital focus on your numbers know your numbers focus on you know whether you are pre revenue or you are, you are post revenue focus on how you will get that revenue how you will bring value to your investor uh, get them you know uh, 
everybody is investing in your venture because they want their investment to grow so focus on that and make sure that you make them understand this is your vision this is how you plan to grow their investment and and uh, this is how you uh, want to uh, want to generate revenue Absolutely. Okay. So as we are coming into the close of this episode, where can we find a website, social media? How can we connect with you? Yeah. So um, the best uh, thing is uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, just uh, use my name. It's a, it's not a very common name. Or Facebook. I'm active on LinkedIn and Facebook. And I have a free gift for your listeners uh, and viewers. Uh, you can go to mind.innerget.com, M-I-N-D dot I-N-N-E-R-G-E-T.com. If you're looking for some mindset uh, coaching, this is a, this is a six-part video series. And if you're a tech startup founders and uh, you need help with your tech projects, you, you can go to tech.innerget.com. Again, you'll get tremendous amount of value. These are free video series that, that'll get you started with your projects. Excellent. Okay. Well, thank you. This has been a very fascinating episode. So to learn more, you can simply visit our website at marlohiggins.com where you can add him to your circle of influence, connect to his resources and um, and make further you know connections. We will also put that information that was shared inside of our show notes. So thank you for being with us today. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much. We invite you to share this podcast with others and thank you in advance for your partnership. If you enjoyed this episode and it left you feeling inspired, share your biggest takeaway on our Perform and Get Paid community Facebook page, where we will engage and respond to your questions. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach executives to gain clarity and remove self-doubt to increase performance in sales. To book a complimentary coaching session with me, simply visit marlohiggins.com and click on the Work With Me tab to schedule a call. Did you like this podcast? If so, subscribe and share with all of your friends. And if you want even more awesome resources to gain clarity and remove self-doubt, plus some personal insights from me that I only share in email, get yourself over to marlohiggins.com and sign up for the email updates. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. If you're into it, subscribe, leave a review and tell all of your friends. We would sure appreciate it.